girl. Welcome to Soul CEO, a podcast for women who know they're destined for more. I'm Lindsay Mango, and I'm going to show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the CEO of your soul, life, and business. Let's get started. Hello, how are you guys? I am so excited. It is episode number three of the Next Level Your Biz series on my podcast. I am having so much fun and I'm loving all of the feedback from you guys. Don't forget, if you are doing the work, tag me in your Insta story. I love hearing from you guys when you are tuning into my podcast. And I want to make sure that I get this in the hands of as many women as humanly possible because. I want to help them change their lives and their businesses. So I love it when you guys share it. I love it when you put it on your story. Tag me in it. My Instagram handle is at lindsaymango underscore, and I will continue to share when you guys post on your story on my story. So I am ready to jump in to day number three. And it is something that I think so many people struggle with, and it is sales. But what we're going to talk about today is what I call selling without selling. So I think selling is amazing. To me, selling is all about giving people the opportunity to buy something that they want and like telling them about it. That's really how I look at it. So if you have kind of a negative story about what sales is and what it means and all of that, I think that's really your first part of this work is to like, what's all the mind drama? What is all the... BS that you tell yourself about what sales really is and get really clear on that and really work on shifting your story around it. I kind of think about how we could say that like dogs are bad because I'm sure there's been a dog out there who has like attacked a human. Obviously that has happened, but we don't say that. We believe like we're like, dogs are amazing. And then there's a couple bad apples, right? And I think sometimes we get really negative stories about sales because we have bad sales experiences and we believe like the word selling is bad and we have this story. But like, think about it like a dog. Like there's amazing dogs. There's lots of awesome dogs and there's lots of awesome ways to sell in a way that feel really good and feel really exciting. And to me, I think the biggest thing when it comes to selling is what you do before you ever get on a phone call or you ever get on a consult or you ever get into a conversation with somebody. So what I'm gonna teach you guys today in your business, no matter what you're doing, you are selling on some level. Like I don't care, like if you are offering a product or service, like you have to give people the opportunity to buy. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you are offering a product or service or anything, you're trying to build a business, like you have to sell, but it doesn't have to feel bad. It can be amazing. And you can do it in a way that makes your conversations like totally easy and you're not like pushing somebody to buy. So I think the first thing when it comes to selling before I really jump into kind of my process of selling without selling is getting really clear on your intention. Selling feels bad when you're just trying to get someone to buy something that like you don't even care whether they like need it or not. That's when it feels icky or when you're pushing somebody or you're coming from a lack or needy place. So I think the most important thing is, first of all, getting really clear on your intention before you get into a sales conversation or you're creating like sales posts or emails or whatever you're doing. I actually, I just decided just now I'm going to 
give you guys a worksheet from my Mango Magic Business Academy that is a selling intention worksheet to help you kind of clear your intention before you get into a sales conversation. Because if you are in there and you're just trying to push somebody to buy something and your only goal is to get them to buy, it's not going to feel good. But if you get really clear on your goal in the conversation or whatever it is, like an email conversation, is to serve them, then you focus on that. And you can still like powerfully hold the space for them to make a decision when they're feeling scared without feeling pushy. And that's what's really important about this. So make sure your intention is to serve them. But my whole selling without selling process is going to really help you kind of take care of a lot of the things that need to happen before you get in a conversation to make the selling process easy. So I think I'm going to be sending out two worksheets to you guys in the email. So last time, I'm probably going to mention this. If you want to get the worksheets, go to lindsaymangocoaching.com slash WS, and you will get the selling intention worksheet today, as well as a worksheet walking you through the process of selling without selling. So what's the actual process of selling without selling? So there's three things that need to happen for somebody to buy from you. One, they have to believe in what you offer, meaning I'll give you guys an example. So for somebody to invest in in coaching, they have to believe that coaching actually works. They have to believe that that's the way to do it. If they're going to invest in your in your health program, they have to believe that going to the gym is like the way to do it, or they have to believe that eating healthier is the way to do it. So they have to believe in like the process. They have to believe in what it is that you're actually selling. Number two, They have to believe in you being the person to do it for them. They have to believe that you're the right fit. You're the right person to help them through that process. Number three, they have to believe in themselves. That's the kicker. That's the hard part. I'm going to dig into all three of these things, and your additional worksheet is going to help you dig into all these things. But let's talk about each one. So the first one is they have to believe in the process or they have to believe in the thing that you are offering. So how do you actually do that? You give them examples. One of my favorite things that my fiance Chris always says is show, don't tell. So how can you show somebody that what you offer works? You can show them by telling your own stories, right? For me, when I first started my coaching business, I talked about every day like transformations I made like, oh, my God, I realized this thing yesterday and I was listening to a podcast and I noticed I had this really negative thought and I shifted it to this. And oh, my gosh, I'm so much happier today. And like it was true. Right. I was showing this transformation and people could experience it through following me on social media. And that's kind of how I was getting my message out there. Right. So. I was showing them how it was working. I was showing them examples. And you can show people that the process works by using your own examples, by using the examples of your clients, by using examples of actually like adding value and explaining what it looks like, right? So it's kind of like three main things you can do in helping somebody believe in the process. You can show how the process is working for you. You can show how the process is working for clients. If you don't have clients, showing them how it works for you is the best way to go right there. But when you do have clients, or even if you do have free clients or a community, or you have a conversation and it it impacts somebody in some way, you can share that. Like, that's really powerful. Or you can actually, like, have them experience it. 
So that's where like free trainings come in. That's where a podcast, right? You guys get value there. For me, early on in my business, as I was getting it to six figures and and still now, I mean, I use social media to add value. So when someone reads my posts, I'm going in with the intention of like helping them transform, like helping them go, wow, I never looked at it that way. Because then they actually get to experience coaching and they get to see that it actually can help them. So you can do this, like I said, through social media. You can do this through emails. You can do this through conversation. You can do this through, I mean, so many different ways, video, anything. So use examples, tell stories, share different aspects of it. Use your clients' examples. Have them experience it themselves. That's one of the biggest things is having them experience it themselves. Because you guys believe coaching works because you've probably listened to my podcast and you probably have taken something away and applied it and gone, oh my gosh, that actually works. That's why you guys believe coaching and growth works. That's why you're here. So whatever you're offering, make sure that you are constantly showing all the ways that like what you offer to the world works. And again, early on, lean on your transformation. It's okay if you don't have clients. Talk about how you tried this special healthy way of eating and show your results, show your transformation. And the big thing about this is, especially early on in your business, is making sure that you are getting results. So show up for your own work. Make sure you're applying what you teach other people to your life because that immediately is going to create this big fraud complex. And make sure that you're looking at it from the perspective of like, I'm getting results, right? Because it does get easy to think like, am I getting results? Like look for evidence that you are. See it. Really like be almost like an inspector in that way. Okay. Next piece, they have to believe that you are the person to give it to them. So this is where showing up authentically and being you and sharing your message and sharing the things that you want on your heart and being truthful is really important because you want to make sure that you connect with your right people. And if you try to put this facade on and be something that you're not, you're going to attract people based on that. And it doesn't matter, I mean, whatever business you're in. So the first piece is really helping people believe in the process of what it is you offer. The second piece is having them believe and want you to be their person to do it. And so one of the most important things is making sure you're really authentic in how you share the style of what you do, of how you say you're a coach. Like if you focus on one way of doing things or if you focus on a specific area, make sure you're talking about that, you're focusing on that. And make sure you're sharing the things on your heart that are important to you. Like, be you. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later in, in tomorrow's episode on, like, branding and marketing. But make sure that you're just being authentic. Make sure you're sharing your message in a way that's, like, you want to funnel out the people who don't fit and you want to funnel in the people who do. Now, I'm not big on kind of doing like publicity stunt type things and just trying to wreak havoc and trigger people. I think it's okay to trigger people by all means. But I think just say what's true for you, knowing it could trigger people and push them away. But going with the intention of coming from a really loving place, you're sharing your message, you're sharing your truth, you're sharing what you want to offer the world, and knowing that when you're really authentic and connected to that and you really share your results, your client's results, and your process of doing it and your way of doing it and what you believe, you are building confidence in you. So it kind of goes back. I mean, you can kind of do both of these things, belief in your process and belief in you in the selling without selling process. 
just by kind of sharing stories and doing the same thing. So you can do this through social media. You can do it through emails. You can do it through conversations with people, right? You can give them free content and have them realize you're the one. Just make sure in this part of the process, you're being you. Because I find it's just like anything else. If I were to pretend to be something else and I were to attract Chris based on that, then he fell in love with something that wasn't actually me and he's going to be kind of disappointed or caught off guard when I start acting like myself. So just make sure in your business that you're being you. If you're a little messy, be messy. That's okay. If you're put together, be put together. Know you're going to attract people based on that and know that you don't need to be anything different or more than what you already are to attract the people you want. When you do that, your business is going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. You're going to attract the right people. And that is going to be awesome because you're going to love who you work with and you're going to get to be yourself in the process. Okay? So those are the first two parts. Right. So now you're building this trust with your audience. You're building trust in you. You're building trust in your process. The next piece is kind of the final layer. They have to believe in themselves. And this is something that can be challenging because that is something that they have to do work on their side. But you can facilitate it. Right. So one of the biggest things when it comes to someone taking the leap and and joining a program and joining a mastermind or anything like that is they have to wholeheartedly believe in their capability. And that doesn't mean that they don't have doubts. But my job is to help them believe that, is to show up in certainty in what I'm offering and help them kind of cross that bridge of like, what will it take for you to believe at the next level that you're going to create this result? Because if they believe in themselves, if they believe in you and they believe in the process, they are going to be ready and they're going to be amazing, right? Because we don't want people coming into your programs or hiring you or doing whatever when they don't believe in any of that because that's what they're going to spend their time thinking about instead of actually getting the transformation or the impact that you're providing. So how do you help them believe in themselves? Again, you can tell stories. You can give examples. You can show, don't tell. Use testimonials. That's also really great for the other two steps of the selling without selling process. But they always think in their minds that they're different. She's not like me or that testimonial isn't like me or am I really going to get that? And it's coming from that lack of belief. So the biggest thing you can do to help people bridge that gap is to actually, in a way, like coach them through it no matter what it is that you are offering. So showing them like what's keeping you from believing that you can get the result. And it's typically going to come in the form of like a circumstance or something that they feel like is getting in their way, but it always comes down to belief because if they believed, then they'd jump in and they'd be doing it and they'd be creating the result that they wanted to create. So how do you do this? I said examples, testimonials, showing them all of that, but really helping them identify What is getting in their way of believing in themselves? And maybe that happens in a conversation. That's why I did consults with so many people when I did one-on-one coaching. That's why I had one-on-one conversations, right? I would help them identify, what. well, what's keeping you from really believing wholeheartedly you're going to get results? And when you identify that thought, you can help them say, okay, well, this is what's getting in your way. And this is getting in the way of many other things of you creating the result that you want. What would you have to believe about yourself or what would you have to think instead for you to create this result, for you to believe wholeheartedly? And it doesn't mean that they're going to snap into it, right? It's at every level of growth, there's a new level of belief that you have to work on creating. So you can do that through having conversation. You can do it through also explaining how this actually works. So for me, 
I do this in email a lot. I explain like what it looks like to not believe and how they can actually believe. So how can you believe? You can look at what's possible instead of what could go wrong. You can look at all the examples in your life where you have created results. You can look at all the things in your life that have created inner trust. You can practice believing. Like jumping in and investing in something or taking that leap is a practice of believing. It does feel like you're jumping off a cliff. And really showing people and telling people that story. Right? So my emails and when I talk to people, I actually walk them through that process. So that's where they actually get to experience a huge level of kind of transformation and realizing like, oh my gosh, this is coming from a lack of belief. And if I want to work on my belief, I have to take the leap. Now, this might look a little different depending on your industry, but they really have to believe in themselves. They have to believe what they're going to get from it. And that is the final piece. So you can do that, like I said, by having conversations, by showing them through free trainings, by actually explaining like, hey, you might be having this thought. Here's how I help my people get through this thought. You might be thinking that you're going to get photos from me and you might be afraid that like maybe they're not going to be what I want them to be. Maybe I'm not going to look like how I want. So here's what I do with my clients in my photography sessions to help them feel comfortable, to help them know and trust that they're going to look amazing. And that's where my expertise comes in. So really think about these three steps and think about ways that you can consistently put out in the world examples, testimonials, actual experiences where they can get transformations or where they can apply what you're using or teaching or whatever it is in their life so that they can really start to learn how to believe in themselves, believe in you, and believe in the process. And then once that's done, your conversation is going to be simple. I'm sure a lot of you guys have had clients that just signed right up. That's because they had nailed all three of these. And some of them didn't. And it's because one of these wasn't nailed, right? And that's okay. That's not like you've done anything wrong. I think it's a part of helping them through that process and then continuing to show up on your end and giving them what they need in order to buy. And this makes selling so simple. Selling is serving. Selling is giving people the opportunity to buy what they really, really want. And giving them examples and showing them is showing them what's possible. So just be really clear on that. Now, the last piece of this that I want to touch on is this idea of objections. When I talk about objections, I think it's really important when you're talking to anyone, a potential client, that you don't show up to that conversation in fear. And so one of the biggest things that I teach my clients is how to manage their own fear around objections. Because if you're afraid of what they say, or you're afraid of their objection, then you're just going to say, you're going to get scared and you're going to run away. Instead of holding the space, I call it holding the space, meaning that you don't get uncomfortable when they get uncomfortable. Meaning that you don't just back out when they get uncomfortable. Now, I'm not saying at all, when I say handling objections, I, I don't use that terminology a lot because I'm not big on like playing ping pong match and trying to convince anyone to buy what I have to offer. But I do powerfully hold the space for the client who says, I really want this. I'm just scared and helping them through that. But just know this, the objection that you have the hardest time handling or the objections that show up the most with your clients, they're happening in your life. Because the reason why you experience fear and you just say, well, we'll talk next week instead of really like saying, okay, like tell me more about this. Like, how can I help you through this? 
is because somewhere in your life you believe it to be true. And when you believe it to be true, then you're like, oh, my gosh, this is real. This is true. They don't have the money. They don't have the time. They don't have the energy. I'm going to back off. Do you see? So I really want you guys to look at the objections or the things that people bring to the table that you experience fear around. I want you to identify where are you having that objection? Where are you wanting to invest at the next level? And your mind is like, I don't have the money or I'm afraid or how do I know I'm going to get results? And you actually working through that is going to allow you to understand that it's just a thought and it's just a circumstance. And if they thought differently about it, then they would create a different result. Because if you guys all were guaranteed a magic wand that would create the result you wanted in your life, and it was like $50,000 and I said it was going to take you, you know, 60 hours. But if you showed up every day and did these 60 hours, you would have the multi six-figure business that you wanted, would you find a way to pay the $50,000? Of course, I'm talking like this is guaranteed. So any objection that comes up in the process is something that you have the opportunity to work through to grow to the next level. And then your job is to not let that objection dictate your life anymore and not let it dictate your actions. Once you do that, then you're going to be able to hold the space for anyone's objection. You're not going to run away in fear of like walking them through their own worry or fear about it. And that's what's powerful is to make sure that when you are talking to somebody and you're having a sales conversation, consult, or whatever you want to call it, that you just ask for permission. Like, are you open to discussing this? Is there anything I can do to help? Because there's a difference between someone saying, I really want this in my heart. I just feel really scared or I feel really unsure versus someone just being like, nope, not an option. I'm not doing it, right? That person's not there yet. They're not open to looking at it differently. So just know, handling objections isn't about selling anybody. It's just about not letting your fear take over the conversation and you run away. Your job is to be the one who holds the space for them, no matter what it is that you offer. And just know that whatever objection you have trouble handling, I really want you to identify what it is and look at where you allow it to dictate your life, where you allow it to hold you back. Your work is to work through that. You guys are going to be freaking killer salespeople. I'm excited for you all to work on the worksheets on this. But before I go, I wanted to offer you one thing. For the woman who has been showing up, even in these first three days of this series, I want to open Mango Magic Business Academy for enrollment for you exclusively. Mango Magic Business Academy is for the woman who is ready to bring her dream business to a reality. If you want to make money doing what you love, this is for you. If you started a business, whether it's network marketing, whether you're a coach, whatever kind of business it is, and you haven't really built the momentum that you've been dreaming of in your business, this is for you. My Mango Magic Business Academy is about walking you through a step-by-step process to help you get super clear and aligned with what you're creating in the world. It's going to help you get clear on how to raise your prices or create your prices and how to build a niche and ideal client that serves your greater vision, how to implement this all at the next level, how to create the mindset and the belief system and get through the fear that might be holding you back at the next level, and then how to take all of that and translate that into marketing, branding, sales, all the things that you're learning in this five-day series on a deeper level. You not only get access to over 30 videos of content and modules and worksheets 
to go through this work, you get access to coach with me in a community for six months where you get two Facebook Live minimum training sessions with me where you can ask me anything and get coaching on all the things that are showing up for you and a community where you are surrounded by women who are all going after creating the life and business of their dreams. There's so much power in being in a supportive space where you're not the only one dreaming. So I'm so excited. If you are ready to take this leap, go to lindsaymangocoaching.com forward slash mango magic. And I cannot wait to have you in the group. I love you guys. I cannot wait for you to keep working through this series. And for those of you who are, have taken the leap, let's freaking do this. I love you guys. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of Soul CEO. If you want to go even deeper into how to create a vision of the life you really want, how to become the woman in that vision, and how to deal with the roadblocks along the way, head over to lindsaymangocoaching.com slash high-vibe-formula to get your free training of my high-vibe formula.